Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio, heard worldwide by millions of listeners, with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast, hosted by Nikki Dare, is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of I Dare Inc., a registered 501c3 with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. IDARE is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence, integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s in transforming companies, and decades later, she is reinventing her purpose. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. beautiful as always and I went to your website um, it's a little bit different I went to your uh, also your social media my goodness so you basically moved from Malta Island to uh, Portugal so we're gonna talk about that okay goal let me back up one minute of the podcast is a little bit different than the we talk last year Okay, apa kabar? Selamat pagi, bonjour, bonus dias, and that's pretty much a wrap-up introduction from my language. All right, guys, how are you? Welcome back to Dare's podcast this morning. Thank you so much for choosing to be here with me and my lovely guest this morning, listening to another inspiring podcast. So let's keep it here for the next few minutes or so. I know you guys have been listening to my latest or more so recent strings of episodes of Pandemic Survival, which I thought very timely. So my goal is really to bring solutions, sharing tips during this very interesting time while we're in the lockdown trying to adapt and adjust things to our normalities in our lives. Many things are really definitely happening around the world and many of us constantly looking for those answers in the internet, media, news and what have you, you know, and then we're just so feeling inundated and uh, just overwhelming all around. So well, I thought I'd take you guys around the world and get some unbiased responses and you know personal journeys and sharing their personal stories and journeys during this global pause uh, what they did what they have done what they do what they're doing what's going on within their region and the country that they live in and there's nothing like hearing directly from those who are experiencing their journeys right throughout the pandemic without this crazy media filtering all right so this morning, uh, without further ado, I cannot hold back my excitement. I'm bringing back this very special, very special, special guest. Intelligent, talented, beautiful, just all in one package, guys. You get, wait until you meet her. Well-rounded, badass, I should say. Badass beauty. 
all the way from Portugal. Joining us this morning, Miss Lisa Evlora. She is a spiritual business coach, uh, aerial yoga trainer, and owner of one of the leading membership platforms for the German market. And she helps this badass yoga boss babes, she calls them, to run their sole businesses without stress and overwhelm. Boy, do I need that right now. They will learn how to finally get their shit done and take care of themselves. So I need someone like her on my side to kick my ass sometimes to get my damn shit together, right? On my side. She helps you work on unleashing your magical, authentic superpower so you can grow your business, rock your life, and have a very healthy lifestyle. Guys, the girl has it. So let's welcome her. Lisa, good morning. Good to have you. So, um... First off, how are your families? I think last time we spoke, I had you in my show. You were in Malta Island, right? Yes, yeah. So um, last time, yeah, that's right. When we spoke, um, my boyfriend and me, we were still living in Malta. And for those who don't know what or where Malta is, Malta is a really tiny rock <laughs> in the middle of the, t of the Mediterranean. And it's between... Italy and Africa, kind of right in the middle there. Um, but it's a country on itself. And um, yeah, so now when we do this interview today, I'm not in Malta anymore, but we moved from Malta to Portugal. And now today we are already like nearly a year in Portugal. So it's like we moved from July and then we officially moved here in September still having Malta as a like second residency, but we are completely switching over to Portugal. <laughs> but either way, on those spaces, you are having a great time, sounds like, and you're continuing your passion and purpose in, you know, what you do and, you know, healing others. And uh, like I said in my intro, that you are really actually just kicking ass and get, you know, helping others to get their shit done, which I, which I really need at this time right now that we all can, can use those things, right? Um, so how are you taking this unprecedented pandemic disaster to your home front and your business in staying safe and your business in staying sustainable during the pandemic? Yeah, so well, since I have two businesses um, and both are online, <laughs> um, luckily for me, um, there was no big problem or no big, big change, except that actually we even doubled and tripled our, our sales because of COVID. So actually for us, as bad as this might sound, for us, for us, for our income, it was amazing. So it was even like, it went off totally crazy because so many people suddenly realized, oh my God, I have an offline business. I don't know how to survive. I need to move quickly online and see how I can still earn money and how I can still reach people. Um, so for us, like business-wise, it was, um, well, amazing from what we earned, what our income was and still is. On the other hand, um, it was really stressful as well because um, at the time when it all started, um, we suddenly get, got like three times the amount of clients daily. So we went from like five to 10 or 15 clients daily to three times the amount daily. 
just because of uh, of COVID, because like so many noticed they need to switch off online. And uh, we actually even hired also like two new employees um, because like we had so much stuff to do. And now after kind of everything is already a bit more chilled and relaxed, we had the time to search for new employees and get more things done and expand our business even more. Um, and from the other side, like from the personal side, um, what we really love to do is we really love to support the small businesses. So we went a lot of, like many times, we went to local coffee shops and restaurants over here to support them. So since we weren't allowed to eat inside or near the restaurant, we ordered a lot of takeaway to really support them and help them get through these these times. And also what I love to do is like during this time, to support others so they stay healthy and fit and they still take care of themselves. Um, myself, I started offering free aerial yoga classes online. So all these yoga and aerial yoga people, um, they were still able to do a workout at home because what I know from working at home, many people, they they get stuck in work too much. So they yeah. stop taking care of themselves because they are just sitting on the computer the whole time. And yeah. you all the time glued, you know, screen time suddenly went skyrocketed, you know, it's like yes. you gotta have to have a limit. They have a yes. limit. How, how many hours, you know, me, I'm getting yes. down so, minutes, but go ahead. So that's like what I helped them with. Like I had a fixed schedule. So I ran like two classes first and then later on only one. Um, and it was completely for free to help them uh, really like still take care of themselves and really still stay healthy. And also I launched some free online coaching calls. Usually I don't do them, but th then I did them just to support others and have them to get a clear structure because so many business owners, whether they're new or whether they are already a few years in business, they don't have any structures at all. So they just wake up, they sit, they maybe drink a coffee and then they start hustling and being busy all the day. And I'm always like, oh my God, I mean, seriously, you started your own business or your own company to have more freedom. And then you end up sitting in front of the computer like 24 hours. Why? <laughs> so that's what I also help them with to like really be efficient, more productive and also like have a clear routine to have more freedom in life. Um, so that's also what I, what I did. And um, I really love to support the, the, those people, um, especially what I noticed since I'm in the, a lot like in the spiritual industry, um, so many were like totally panicking and they were so out of work because most of them, they still work offline. And I find like not only spiritual coaches or yoga trainers or like literally everyone I think more people should start thinking about going online because it's not only that it's like gives you more freedom and saves you a lot of time and you can reach more people to help them and at the same earn more money <laughs> but it's also about being sustainable because I think like what's amazing what we could see is with all these cars suddenly not moving anymore with so much less traffic, um, the earth could finally breathe again. So 
I hope, I really hope that many companies, they finally started to notice that people can actually also work from home in their home office. And so it saves a lot of pollution because there won't be any traffic jams anymore if like everyone who could work online would start working online. So I think that would create a really big shift and not only make employees more happy and have the company and being more efficient because like a happy employee working from home will be more efficient for sure, but also about like being more sustainable and reducing traffic. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, we, we understand, you know, how businesses should shift now uh, to a different structure. Basically, that's what you're saying, right? Infrastructure is going to be different. Uh, what, what do you see in the foreseeing future if that's the so, uh, the challenges that, you know, working from home, let's say, uh, employees, like you said, no pollution, no traffic, and then less stress in commuting, if they are commuting, most of us are do commute. Um, so what are the new challenges that we may face, you know, working from home, let's say, and how are we going to deal with that? Yeah, so I think like there are different challenges, like depending whether you are actually a business owner and a company leader or whether you are an employee. So, um, well, I myself, I'm a company owner together with my boyfriend since we founded the company and we have a business partner we run the company together so for us like for us actually to be honest it doesn't bring any challenges at all because we have always been kind of working from home and we really trust our team so i think the biggest there's issue with shifting on on the way you do business because you've already had that set platform already right yes the foundation the base Right. Yeah, exactly. So, those, so those business owners that already have an online um, platform, they're kind of safe right now, right? Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, so like I think like the biggest challenges, like if you are a company owner and you are not having your employees working from home or you haven't have had them working there and now suddenly you have, I think like one of the biggest issues is it's always like a trust issue because what I noticed is when I spoke to people, usually like um, bosses, they have a problem of trusting their employees that they will still do the work and not just chill out in the garden or something like that. <laughs> so right. an ability maybe on the time. Yeah. So it's so like what I like reporting back to you what they've done that day saying that you know i've done this so assigning things uh individually assigning the the the, uh, the items of task that you expect them to do that day perhaps right help yeah so for me like what i really recommend like company owners who manage the company and lead the company is like really to trust the employees more because like i think the trust is the biggest thing you should give to an employee and if you set clear goals and an employee isn't able to manage them, you can always ask them why, because maybe something is missing in the communication. And if it's really because of the employee being lazy, well, you would notice. And then you can still think about leading the next steps. So um, like the trust thing is like really important, I think. And I'm really sure so many company owners noticed that many employees were more efficient just because they were more happy working from home and no one is able to distract you because like 
in offices, the phone rings, then other employees are chatting in the background, so you are easily distracted. And from home, you are like in your peaceful space. So usually you are way more productive. And it also helps like employees to be more flexible because let's say you work on a big project and then you need a break. I mean, if you work from home, you can just take a break and you come back with a fresh mind and then it works well, well better um, instead of forcing yourself. And if you are in an office space, you always feel bad if you wouldn't be working. So it's kind of less productive, I think, than actually working from home. Um, and if you are an employee, probably most, the biggest struggles are probably as an employee that you are suddenly on your own. Um, if you are an introvert like me, probably you don't mind at all because you can yeah. still connect with Zoom or with Skype calls. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm <gonna> <laughs> <laughs> so not micromanaging an employee uh, basically because they're on their own and then they have to set, they have to learn how to set their priorities in their uh, daily management, you know, daily tasks, priorities, right? Um, that's one of the things probably now a lot of the employ employers i should say or the leaders or team members leaders um should you know start thinking about that and how to develop a system or develop a um you know a team uh, you know working from home kind of thing it should it should be understand through the communication clear communication and things like that because like i said it's a trust uh, it's a trust and rapport and accountability uh, when it comes to this kind of thing, you know, relationship, right? Yeah, for sure. And like, like you said, like the structures are also really important. So I find it really important to use the right tools to also like be on track and be able to manage everything and have like really clear structures, not only in how you handle things, but also in how you like show and build up things. So it's also about like getting the right tools to communicate with the team and also to set clear goals and like hold everything online instead of on paper. So for example, what we use in our team, it's we use a lot of like many different tools, but for example, what we use like usually every day, it's Slack to communicate with each other. If it's just a quick question or something short, and we also use a Confluence. So it's a management tool where you put in everything, like all the tasks, where you can assign tickets, like different jobs for everyone. You can set deadlines in there. You can also set the priority. Um, like, is, is it a high priority? When is the due date? And all these things. So I think like working with really good tools that help you to be yeah, productive and have a clear structure is really important. Um, and also like also it's really important like to to have different schedules running like different timetables for employees because some they might be able to work like pretty much whenever they want so maybe they can sleep in and then work later on the day but maybe some they would need to have fixed schedules for example since we have a platform we have our support team working on fixed hours because like people expect to respond. So if they have a question, there needs to be someone there answering. But if it's, let's say someone working on social media or me working in my business as a coach, I can, I can pretty much show up whenever I want. So I can create my own schedule. 
And I really love the flexibility about it. So you don't have to like have fixed work hours for certain people. So it's a bit more flexible. Well, as long as you know, you can trust them, obviously. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, before I forget, what are the tools that you mentioned earlier that work, has worked for you? Yeah, so what we are using every day, it's uh, Confluence and also it's Slack. Well, Slack is pretty common because you have all these different channels in there for different teams. And then also you can communicate, for example, with each other, like only one person or in a group. And what we also have like different channels. So, for example, we have a channel only for the founders and the owners of the company, then one for the management, uh, like the team management and all these different things. And well, of course, also well, what we use also, since we have a platform, um, we also have um, a ticket system. And it's really important you need a ticket system because otherwise you crazy. Yeah, is that your support system where people, you know, can, can um, let's say I am, I, we have a time difference, obviously, right? And I'm online and I need to ask you something. Um, I usually see a chat online. Is that something that you're talking about? Like a ticket system, support system? Um, yeah, so like there are two options. Like we have actually like a chat tool, but we are not online in the chat. Never, except if we launch something big. So if you launch something like a new product or a new, new theme or whatever, then we go online in the chat um, to really answer fast, like in minutes or seconds. And if we, if we are like um, not launching anything, we have the chat open so people can message, it, message us, but it goes automatically into our ticket system. So it's like a real system, like a, a chat is not a system for me. So like, for example, Freshdesk, it's what we use. There are many different ticket systems. So whenever a client asks us something, because they have a question about our tool, then they just re like answer and send a ticket to our ticket system, and then our support team handles it. Okay, great. Yeah, um, I want to. What is this? I just have a security scan plus a scanning <laughs> my virus. It's been hacked, by the way. Um, before I forget, I want to ask you about your uh, coaching business because that's really um, you know what's what's. Really, like you said, in high in demand right now, with a lot of people are looking for answers and looking for mentoring, I should say, and coaching uh, to navigate, you know, what they don't have, what you know, what what can be done in their lives. So, walk with us with that. Is that something that you've done in the past already and been successful? And um, are, are you improvising that right now because of you know the pandemic? Um, tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, for those, well. Probably most of you who are listening, you don't know me. <laughs> so um, I'm owning like two businesses. So one is a company I founded with my partner and we have an online platform, which is like for those who don't know it, it's like a membership tool, like an online school tool, like similar to Kajabi or Teachable. But it's way more easy. <laughs> right. Um, and we, well, our support is way cooler. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I, I can hear you. What is that? 
I said like our support is way cooler. <laughs> oh, okay. um, well, so in my coaching business, well, it shifted a bit. So um, I started originally with my coaching business in, in 2014 and when I was in photo editing. So I first showed other people how to edit their photos professionally for the beauty and uh, fashion industry. So that's how I started. And then I noticed that many people, they are really talented, but what's lacking is the mindset and the business skills. And then I started more working on that and teaching that um, before I kind of uh, decided that the photo editing industry wasn't for me because um, it was totally unfulfilling for me because it was too superficial for me. I wanted something deeper and I wanted to help people way more instead of only making images more pretty. So I was looking for something deeper. And then um, I took half a year of a like, break um, and kind of rediscovered what I really wanted in life. Um, and I went through a yoga journey and I also started being a mindfulness therapist. So I really like dived into all the spiritual work and um that's also where we started our company so like nowadays like well until last like a couple of months ago i was still teaching in the spiritual business field to help others start and grow their online business but then i decided i'm not this person anymore because i'm not at the point anymore where i'm like a single person trying to handle a business as a solopreneur but today I'm an entrepreneur having my own company with employees so I decided to make a shift and um, help other solopreneurs who are like really busy who already built a successful business to yeah stop hustling and stop being busy all the time and instead shifting from solopreneur to an entrepreneur and that's also how they are able to like increase their income and also the impact and their freedom so that's what i yeah that's what i do today <laughs> uh, that's a very good point though lisa i want to i want to interject you with that what you said you know shifting the mindset and shifting just you know by being so busy picking up all of this task and then picking up all of this because that's what in in a chaotic world isn't that what most of us would tend to do <laughs> you know we're saying that okay let's keep it busy let's keep it busy but there is really nothing um you know uh results because that's what we need to to do i guess right that's what we need to do is to yeah if you're staying busy then you know what is the result so is it result oriented uh that's what you do as a life coach right yeah, well, um, yeah, that's just one of the parts. So what I find really important and crucial, like you mentioned, is if you constantly keep yourself busy and you don't have a break and you don't start taking care of yourself, like there's going to be a point, I'm sure, and I can like, I <laughs> can promise you, you are going to crash in, in burnout or in frustration. So maybe yeah. even... As successful as you are maybe now um, if you don't take a break and you really start to breathe and think what you really want in life and why you are doing this all for then maybe in a few years or a month you are going to like like everything's going to crash and you are going to start wondering 
what am I really doing here? And why am I doing this? So you start being really unhappy. So it's really important to um, do the inner work and really start working more on our mindset and also on spiritual work. So like really looking inside. As I always like to say, look inside to shine outside because if you don't do the inner work, then there's no progress for sure. And you constantly start keeping yourself busy, busy without actually knowing what you are chasing after. So you always feel like there's something missing in life. You always need to, for example, hit the next sales target or the next hundred thousand of followers or whatever, but somehow you don't feel truly fulfilled. Absolutely. I think I echo that one uh, really on point there. Um, talking about burnout and everything i mean i use the analogy of like a, a like a car you know you you drive the car down to the gutter i mean the car needs to stop need to take a break and then need to tune up need to um you know have an up, updated upgraded just like computer also reboot restart um hibernate a little bit so i i've been seeing this um in the last three months as well now i've been talking to a few folks as well uh, it, we need to avoid that because one that you know it's completely um, self-sabotaging, right? Uh, you have to have the well-rounded. You gotta have to take time to kind of take a take a walk, you know. And I was just reading this yesterday. Also, it's like you know, hey, you know, I worked so hard. Uh, this gentleman um, was voicing his opinion. He has worked so hard. He has gotten so many followers on LinkedIn, let's say, and then, you know, on social media. And, um, you know, I, I've gone so far, but now I'm at the point where I just, I just need to breathe. It is okay to take a break. It is okay to, you know, to breathe. It is okay to walk away for a while from your, the world can wait. The world can wait. But your health cannot wait, right? Your mental state is cannot wait. So you gotta have to have that, um, you know, well-rounded, uh, balanced life, I should say, right? And that's where you come in, pretty much. Work with the boss babes, turning their, <laughs> turning their purpose and passion into uh, results. You know, uh, what they want, profitable uh, businesses, right? Yes, like, um, yeah, like, I really love, like, helping them who are already, like, making lots of money to really find out why they're really doing it, to really stop chasing, and also to finally trust that they can, for example, outsource work, because if you are constantly trying to solve everything, let's say, with virtual assistants or on your own, it's what you const what's constantly keeping you busy because you m need to manage and do everything. And that's where a great team comes in. So what I also notice is like many solopreneurs and boss babes, they are like really good at what they do, but they find it also hard to take a break because they feel they need to manage everything because they are afraid to maybe ask for help or hire a new employee because yeah. like they're kind of lost and they don't know how to do that. So like, that's also like where I come in. And um, what I also noticed like during the pandemic, for example, it's like, I think there were like two different people kind of like one, the person who already did the spiritual work and who already looked inside and who's like constantly working on their mindset, taking care of themselves and stuff. 
so there was like they they were pretty stable for them everything was fine they really enjoyed the time where, where things may maybe went slower for example like an, a, a great yoga teacher i know she has an offline business and she really enjoyed the time offline being on her own and like on like new stuff was unfolding for her so it was like a big shift for her and she was able to grow and then the others who have always been like chasing after stuff and never took care of themselves and didn't really have the time before to look inside i think for them it was really a tough time where it still is because like suddenly you're on your own and everything is like off like you, maybe if you had an audience suddenly you won't have clients anymore so you are alone and um, so many thoughts come in so you might be afraid you might start panicking and that's also where like a good mindset good mindset work and spiritual work comes in so to really keep you grounded um so as crazy as it gets you still like have the control over your thoughts and you stay calm instead of like freaking out and freaking starting out. <laughs> <laughs> so how how important is mentor having a mentor on your side through through yeah. navigating through this uh guiding you through uh these challenges and setbacks yeah it's a great question <laughs> like um i always find it really important to have a mentor and a coach um I could say for everyone even if you are not self-employed or if you're not a coach or if you're not an entrepreneur but also like like pretty much for everyone but I think especially if you are an entrepreneur and a coach or anything related to working with people because like we can always maybe achieve things on our own but it takes way longer so like if we ask for help and if we work with a coach the shift and the process will be so much faster compared to when we would try to do everything on ourselves and um also like what a coach does is not only guiding you and asking the right questions but also like really empowering and supporting you so like as an entrepreneur you always maybe have a bad day or something or something not working and you need to figure out a way and then it's where the coach comes in who supports you and keeps you motivated and also like helps you to see it from a different angle because what i always see is i'm really amazing at supporting and guiding others and then maybe at myself i kind of hit the block and then that's where a coach comes in so it's like go, going over obstacles and all these things it's way easier with a coach and um It's so funny you are asking this because like the last couple of days I have also been writing about it and what I also always like to say to people um if you are a coach or if you are becoming a coach and you don't invest yourself in your own mentor or coach then how do you expect others to pay you as a coach and you never had the feeling of how it feels like and like yeah like how do you expect someone i mean even as a let's say restaurant owner most probably you there was a point in life where you ordered something from a restaurant so you need to kind of get the feeling and also know how it works in the industry and start investing in yourself to not only 
reach the next level, but also to be able to help and support people in a, in a way and also to grow. Right. So you got to have to experience it yourself before even you, you do that. And just like the same uh, concept of, you know, you got to save yourself before you can save others around you or love yourself before you can love others around you. Yes. Uh, respect yourself before you can respect others around you. And so everything comes sticking inwards and everything. Um, I think that's great. Another question that I was going to ask you is that if, how would you prepare yourself if this is something that happened again next time, a, a disaster, let's say, or something that's set back or unprecedented something <laughs> going on? I don't know. I mean, you know, what is the world needing right now? An alien come over, right? And land in our earth or something. I don't know. <laughs> you guys are fucked up. <laughs> yeah, probably if there would be aliens, I would run there and greet them or something. <laughs> Yes, like I think you never know what might happen. So like, first of all, I think it's about not constantly worrying about stuff that could happen because it might never happen. So more like thinking about what amazing, amazing things could happen instead of what bad things could happen right. and also um like really really working uh, on self-care so really take care of yourself start implementing for example meditations or if you are not a person who likes them maybe you also want to just start at least taking a walk on your own to really um take some time off and take care of yourself and also what i've what we for example do with our company we have always savings of at least three months to really sustain our company for at least three months like the whole team so it's like also like having a like a backup on your bank account or if you don't have it on your bank account maybe in other assets that's i think really important so it's a financial preparedness as well uh having having your you know mentally and you know, physically, emotionally ready if this is something to happen again. Uh, a lot of people had lack of doing so. Now they're, the whole world now is in, is in this disaster survival mode and they go, oh gosh, what's going to happen next? So this is something, an experience, just like anything else that we have in life, you know, when we have experienced something so turbulent, something so uh, chaotic, something, we look back and then we go, we're going to become prepared this time. You know, this is, this is something that, you know, perhaps if it's next time, but not being paranoid about it, like you said, right? Just enjoy yourself and try to make the best of it. And, you know, you, we, we choose to react and respond in, in a more, in a, you know, positive mindset and make the best of it. But yeah, um, the financial preparedness is a must if you're a business owner. Um, and then, of, of course, start thinking about, you know, how can we protect this if this to happen, something like this to happen again next time. Um, I think that's self-reliancy. Um, I think I've said this before. Self-reliancy is really, truly a, um, a base uh, of your mindset to, to stay resilient, you know, in what you do, what you have, um, both in your personal home front and also in your business to, you know, or to achieve that sustainability in life. Yes, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I loved everything you said. So, 
um, like I think the most important important part is always the mindset because like that's where everything started. I mean, if you always constantly think about stuff that could happen, like worrying about things, um, it might even happen because you're kind of attracting it because when, right. whenever you feel like, oh my God, I can't do this, I can't do that, that's also where the energy gets lower and then of course you might do like mistakes and stuff might go wrong and um, it's where you just need to kind of understand and learn that you have the power to control your own thoughts and that you can shift them and that every thought or emotion that comes in it's it's okay because i mean we are humans we always have maybe a bad day um or some thoughts where we feel might maybe like i'm not good enough or something like that but then it's also like when mindset work starts and comes in the more you do the work in mindset um and for example meditations and also like starting to think differently it's like starting to get easier to overcome all these like bad days you might have so right. yeah so it's going to be way more easy and you start to build up like you said you start to build up resilience and really like like be calm in your own body and love yourself and um, if you start loving yourself i think that's the most important shift when it, this happens because then you are also able to empower others because if you are unhappy yourself or if you feel drowned of energy yourself, I mean, how do you want to support others like as best as you can? And also it's only a question of how long you could be able, would be able doing it before you would be totally like knocked out. So really putting yourself like your self care first, it's really important. And also, like you said before, it's always okay to take a step back and uh, like do the inner work and just step back. And even if you think like, oh my God, what do other people think of me? I mean, yeah, the work will still continue. So it's no big deal. I mean, I have been off for half a year when I switched from my retouching business to the other business. And recently, when we moved from Portugal to here, I've been offline for half a year again. And I mean, I'm still here. The business is still here, even better than before. And yeah, <laughs> come on, you, you're surrounded by beautiful nature, right? So you can't say anything from the city people, suburban people, people who live in the city, even though they're all grounded right now behind the closed doors in our home front space small little space we call home right but um yeah i i think with that said though i think um the nature the um you know the outdoors where you where you reside where you live also helps a lot because that's that's been my my uh part of the journey in my personal development group also being close to the nature and outdoors is a great support system by the way um where you know you go out there and you find yourself free and you know you can be able to open up as you said earlier you know you gotta have to have that self-care not necessarily like oh, i'm gonna go hiking and i'm gonna be like you know dressed up and everything you don't have to do all of that you know you can just get out there just go out and enjoy yourself be free open your mind open your heart and 
for the nature uh, because I'm an outdoor enthusiast. I, I have to be out in the outdoor. Now I've been cooked in here for three months now, since March 11 to be exact, so over three months. So am I going crazy a little bit? Yeah, I, I try not to. <laughs> I try to stay safe and sane and I try to pick up modified um, those surroundings, the environment, trying to modify how I can improve uh, that, not necessarily go out and, uh, you know, hiking to Mount Whitney or go to the ocean, go fishing or go uh, be on, on the ocean front because we're not allowed, right? Um, things like that. So backyard is okay. Doing kickboxing in the backyard is okay. So I try to improve that. So what are your thoughts of um, folks right now that really going back crazy, uh, not having this sort of just where you live. I mean, I'm sure it's beautiful. I mean, you're close to nature all the time by the ocean. You know, I envy you for that. Um, what What are your thoughts on that? Some of the things that we could do. I mean, physically, mentally, spiritually. Yeah. So, like, I think first of all, you can always do like self care. Like, even if you might live in a city, you can always find some space like even you could also create your own beautiful space in your apartment or in your home on your balcony or if you have yeah <laughs> or if you have like the chance to go outside even in a park or something like that and maybe you also want to start as soon as you can to do some weekend trips in nature if you also love being in nature because i always find where I get most inspiration from and where I feel like most free and yeah, like really inspired. Um, it's when I'm outside. So like the best thoughts always come when I'm outside. Um, maybe if you are not really a person who loves being outside, which I would doubt because like, I think like pretty much everyone loves to be outside at some point. Um, you can still like do a lot of stuff at home, like whether it's exercising, if you like exercising, maybe you like to drop, beautiful paintings or just spend more time with your family. So there's all these, these things. And even if it's just like sitting down on your, on your sofa, listening to some music, um, yeah. that will also do. Um, and what I found, find like really important to know is that you always have the power to decide if you want to move. I mean, if you are living in a city and you love being close to nature, it's up to you to maybe like move to another place so you can always decide where you live i mean i have been living in a city myself when we were in germany and i didn't like it at all um so um we moved to malta and when it started developing more and more and it got more busy and all of this construction stuff went crazy um there were times when they woke us up with a construction noise at 4.30 in the morning and I went crazy. So um, we decided, okay, so like there's too much stuff going on, like too much noise, too much pollution and less spaces in nature. Um, we decided to move. So I think like you, you can always decide uh, to like, first of all, do self-care at home and also, if you want to um, be close to nature, maybe think about moving. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, like I said, I mean, nature and being in the outdoors is really a great support system for me personally. And it has helped me, uh, you know, in, in so many ways, in my healing and 
uh, things like that, just in personal development overall. Um, you know, I found also just being in the backyard, you know, being close to the squirrels and <laughs> the birds chirping, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, I think, I think all of us have to make that choice, uh, you know, how to take care of ourselves in the home front uh, by, by choosing and staying, maintaining your, your positive, start with the mindset, obviously, like you said, uh, and then, you know, physically and then, you know, embracing the, uh, the self-awareness and to yourselves um, and then stick within and, and what's and everything. All right. So, um, all right. So we touched base already on your business and everything like that. Um, one last question, a uh, couple questions. Um, what are the biggest challenge still, <laughs> if you have? Um, I, know you, I think you answered it already before that there's nearly not much. But as, as a woman, I, mean, I threw this question before, I think, to you. As a woman entrepreneur uh, in, in online and coaching, uh, what are your struggles? Are there any struggles out there when you're dealing with clients? Yeah, well, the struggles as a woman entrepreneur. <laughs> um, well, myself, I, I'm really a person who always ju just did whatever I wanted to do. And I never really let anyone like like hold me back because like, maybe i'm a woman or i'm blonde or whatever <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that i am just giving her two thumbs up <laughs> so um yeah i think like, <laughs> i think it's like super important to know that I mean, you are your own boss and you can decide whether people are, are able to like hold you back or drag you down. And um, for example, what I experienced in when we have been living in Malta, what I really didn't like was the how people treated or valued women. Because in Malta, m most of the time women are still good for staying at home, taking care of the children. and. Some of them, they love buying pretty stuff then, like whatever, like clothes or making their nails look nice and stuff. But most of them, they don't really, yeah, they don't really start their own business. Or if they have one, they are like, most of them are, people are single or they are like without children. Um, so maybe they have a beauty salon or a fashion store. And I, unfortunately, I know only a few women entrepreneurs who have children or no children and love what they do and still have a husband so like i really didn't like how they expected a woman to be so that this was like still this old world kind of where a woman was supposed to stay at home take care of the children and the husband brings in the money and um, there were a few situations where I was not respected because like, for example, men usually when it was around business or when it was around, for example, even doing contracts, most of the time the men spoke to my boyfriend and I was oh. standing next to them. <laughs> like, Come on, seriously? Not, not him. <laughs> I'm signing the contract. <laughs> I have the final say, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so like in <laughs> and like even other yeah. stuff i mean i'm always like i've always been like a person who always tried to be like 
like be awareness bring awareness into being just bring justice in and for me like everyone should be treated equally whether it's a dog or a woman or a man or what color or whatever and like there were a few situations in Malta where I kind of like stepped up and especially usually men didn't like it and um I really didn't like this over there and I really feel bad and pretty sorry for so many women who like suffer from it and don't have the courage to like just step up. up. Yeah, just speak up and things, right? Yes. So, um, yeah, so I mean like with all, this, with, with all this stuff over there, what I experience and even how I experience the difference in being a woman and a foreigner, <laughs> um, we decided, okay, well, there are some weird things. I mean, okay, we could have stayed there to maybe change stuff, but it wouldn't have been done in just one generation. You would need to like start with teaching children and um, helping them to think more sustainable, to treat people equally um, and all these things. And also like with all the stuff going on there about money like money is more important than protecting nature and protecting the beautiful island so we were like okay maybe it's time to let go and move and well now we are in portugal where people are really open-minded and friendly and uh, really helpful and they love speaking to you even if you don't speak portuguese or maybe just a few words And they are still really open and helpful and uh, it's like a really big difference so like i think like challenges really as a women entrepreneur sometimes it's working with men i mean i i won't say that all men are like that but i have been facing this um and i think it's important to know that you can i mean you know what you you don't have to work with these people just ignore them let them do whatever they want to do and when they're when they are at a certain time maybe they will change but if they if you constantly kind of run, run against the wall when you try to like maybe shift their mind you don't have to stay there and it's their own job to work on themselves and maybe like i mean they will change their mind maybe in their own time so you can decide as a women entrepreneur to just step up and I think like do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, how to handle it professionally, you know, because you cannot change this uh, mentality or their attitude, their behavior. Only we can create the environment for them to feel that way or, you know. But I mean, it's, 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 it's a two-way street. So if it's a one-way, only a monologue, then uh, it's it's not your problem i mean you know it's what i'm trying to say it's not you can't do anything about it um you can only try so much and um you know and i'll walk away like you said i mean handle it professionally um yeah, i think I, it's I, about I, like go ahead I, I think it's about like accepting it and not yeah. like being dragged down because of it and just right. let it go and then like continue whatever you were doing so We're too busy right to handle this kind of things right <laughs> yeah it's like, about like really like being come on you know what i'm a businesswoman and i'm an entrepreneur or whatever you are and just like come on you know just tell them to go somewhere else and fuck <laughs> someone else or 
<laughs> like usually what I find it's always like it's not you but it's the other person that they maybe have some struggles and some issues with them right, self-worth exactly. and that's most of the time when they try to let it out to someone else so it's oh yeah, absolutely yeah I, it's are. like maybe feeling may, maybe not sorry for them but just being compassionate and be understanding even if you are able to do that and um, that's also where like mindset works come in i mean if you have a strong mindset and really work on this you are so chilled like in your own space that um maybe even you get annoyed for a few seconds but or even like maybe you like if you are working at home you you kind of scream a bit or whatever and then after a few seconds it's already gone and you can just continue with your own stuff yeah i i hear you on that i mean you know we we wanted to encourage everybody to practice empathy empathy is like a big thing right now and everybody can can practice that starting now you know uh well like you said um handling it in a situation like that perhaps it's not just you i mean you know it's not you and he is having a problem with himself maybe having a problem at home maybe probably probably having a problem uh, you know with with internal struggles and at home uh family his wife something like that and lashing out on you uh perhaps approaching it but if it doesn't work then you know um like i said earlier i mean you know i don't mean it to sound so harsh like you know just go and go but you want to you want to see what's going on first uh by practicing empathy um and then if it doesn't work and it might not be your your battle it may not be your um you know something that you can battle in that kind of situation then you need to step away and uh you know let him breathe right just like i was in a relationship too like in a relationship when you uh are in a disagreement and by the way it it is okay to disagree i, I just want to insert that it is okay to disagree in um you know and voice your opinion uh we all do all of us disagree you know that's why we have this opinion first amendment right um the right to free speech the right to say something the right to speak up uh there are people who don't want to speak up that's their choice it's okay you got to respect that it's uh again based on empathy based on kindness instead of the other opposite things which is hate which is um you know aggression um things like that so you know i think the world right now currently where it stands um you know with the chaos with the um things that humanity ourselves create it is ourselves you know i mean we have the covid-19 already uh that's unprecedented disaster it is a man-made disaster you know that but what do we want why do we want to add on to the fuel fuel this to the fire you know uh by creating this kind of things yes we hear it yes we are empathetic about it yes we will address that but the additional rage the additional hate the additional attacks are not really necessary um i think all of us here are suffering from that pain um i think it takes two right to come in between uh, to to meet in 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 that halfway where we we say hey you know what we understand we, we get it we hear you but if if the other one doesn't want to work with it and that is a problem 
And I think the world doesn't need that right now. The world needs empathy. The world needs kindness. The world needs more of that. Uh, more people like you, <laughs> also, you know, spiritual healer. Um, boy, do we ever need that, right? And I'm hearing that it's going to be a booming business. It already has a booming business industry, right? And it's ever going to go. It's never going to go away. It will. It will go increase more in the next five years. I hear more billion dollars industry. Uh, that's just to show you, people are looking for answers. People are going battling their own internal struggles. Whether you are successful, whether you're just starting a business, whether you are, you know, a nobody, whether you're a famous person, everybody, because we are going through the same things. Flat out, right, right? We are going through the same thing. We have, we also have the same 24 hours a day. We also live in the same space called Earth, you know, and. A lot of us trying to find answers. A lot of us trying to come up with solutions. You know, um, I, I, I think this is a time right now when we should sit down, reflect. You know, we're not here alone. We're here together, collectively, right? Um, I think that's how. You know, some of the things that I just want to address is the empathy. Empathy is so lacking right now. Empathy by empathy, I'm meaning, you know, picture yourself. Um, you know, in, in, in how they feel, you know, for example, I want to give you a quick example. And it's all on your, your floor again. I'm passing out the, the microphone, the tongue to you back again. But for example, um, you know, I used to work as a, as a, as a, um, I had my own office, six and four way back when, <laughs> when I was still young, um, and still smart. <laughs> I had my PA personal assistant working for me and, you know, Occasionally, she always gives me problems and things like that, right? And one one day, instead of you know, okay, this is what empathy is not empathy look like. You know, she'll come in and I'll, I'll I'll say something like this, which I didn't by the way, but I'm just showing you this is what empathy doesn't look like like this. She'll come in and she goes like, well, I want, you know, I'm sorry, let me let me go back. <laughs> She's having a problem let's say, right? Lacking of everything, coming late, um, missing missing days out of, out of the way, calling sick all the time. Calling Mondays and Fridays sick, by the way. So go figure. <laughs> Monday she's sick, Friday she's sick. She only works three days a week. All right. So um, she'll come in. I ask her to come into my office and I say, you know, if you don't do this, you're going to get this. If you don't come in on Monday or Friday, we're going to have to do something about you, right? What makes you think how she would feel when she goes home that day? Do you really think that she's going to come into work and feeling like she's, you know, I don't know, not, not motivated anymore, right, to go to work? She's going to be scared to go to work. Um, or things like whatever, like, well, should I want to go to work? She's already going to be my boss. She's already going to reprimand me anyway. What empathy looks like is like this. This is exactly what I do to her. I sit down, I go, hey, Ivy, I want to sit down with you. Why don't you come in? And she'll come in, down, you know, head down and everything. I say, hey, what's going on? What's going on in the last couple of weeks? Tell me, you want to share it with me? That's empathy. I'm just saying that. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think like um, 
especially like compassion is like really important and i think it's what everyone i wish everyone would learn <laughs> um and can't even you <laughs> can't be taught <laughs> uh, yeah i wish it, like everyone would already got it like teached and, and and got it taught and and they would like really learn it already in school or by their parents to be taught about that um and what i find really interesting is what i actually like discovered when i went through my mindfulness coaching certificate to become a mindfulness therapist is um they like two different things like empathy and compassion um and uh like nowadays i love to use the word compassion even more than empathy because like yeah this is like the let's say problem with empathy is like you really feel with a person so if someone is really sad you start to feel sad as well and that's where a problem can start because if you are let's say a coach and you are really like an empath and really empathetic it's where it starts that if someone is sad you also start feeling sad and then it's hard to help the person when when you are compassionate it's like you kind of can like you you kind of know how this person feels but you are not totally emotionally attached to the person so it's like you can still like think and support and guide the person so it's like like also like compassionate listening it's where this comes in for example um i think like it's so sad i think that so many people don't know anything about like even compassionate listening i mean sometimes i coach people and they're only like they're so thankful and so like they have such big shifts just because i let them speak and i listen to them and um i don't judge them so that's that's being compassionate and like really go going in there with love and showing them that they are perfect and great as they are instead of like if you are a coach or if you are a parent or if you are a boss just pointing out the problems but that, i mean that's not compassionate it's just no. what someone makes then feel even bad even more bad so yes, it's not, it's no. only gets worse and then instead like more trying to figure out where it started from where it came from and how the person really feels like and kind of what went let's say wrong at the first place instead of like only pointing out what's all going wrong and really be more compassionate listener instead of like judging too quickly and um um it's also like one of um one of um, like the entrepreneurs i really ad like admire it's like uh, in germany there's a really amazing entrepreneur and he also wrote a book about uh, leading with love because um it's like really important to like yeah lead with love instead of with like let's say with hate or um pointing out only things that are bad instead of like also motivating and empowering others and show them what is working and uh then figuring out all the other things by yeah just sitting there and talk to a person and be compassionate instead of yeah like 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 you said even in your example like the difference how it makes how you speak to a person and what questions you ask and instead of like demanding stuff and just 
saying something, really asking a question. Exactly, exactly. You know, I, I think I caught her by surprise. I, I mean, she knows me already because she has worked with me for a few years, uh, but not speaking up and afraid of speaking up. And then, you know, w what happened was that she was having a problem with her boyfriend. And, you know, of course, that's typical, that's classic. And um, she doesn't want to say anything. She shut down. So by a woman-to-woman -woman talk uh, and behind the closed door, and then, you know, I invite her also to take her out to lunch. So that way is because I told her that this is, you're, you're not, I'm speaking not from the boss point of view. I'm speaking as a friend. So that way I welcome that, you know, so I'm not, she doesn't think that I'm judging or anything like that. Um, so that that's the kind of compassion, like you said, listening empathetically, listening to her problem, really hearing her, uh, you know, woman issue, and then you know she doesn't have anywhere else to go. So by something that are authoritative, she thinks I am. But you know, I said no, 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 no. I'm not your boss. <laughs> this is just a friend. Let's go out to lunch. Let's just take a, about an hour right now. Let's forget about everything. Let's talk about this and try to you know, make you feel good and everything like this and however way that I can help you. Um, I think that's the thing that I can offer, you know, um, but that the rest is obviously it's going to, she's going to have to do her part, um, to do her part. And after that talk, just so you know, the result is phenomenal. I mean, she came up the next morning and then she addressed the issue that was addressed. And she knows that I'm, I have listened to her issue and handled it the way that it, you know, it may be uh, right. There's no right or uh, wrong in this kind of situation, but she felt very comfortable. And, and she, she felt, felt supported. Somebody, exactly. And she felt very comfortable. She felt very secure, very safe. Um, and she felt very uh, close to me now. And I'm, I'm opening up the door that, hey, you know what? It's an open door policy. If you have a problem, you can always welcome to be here. This is your, because we spent, Think about this, and I want to mention this, and then I'll give it back to you again. Um, we work together, like you said, employer-employee relationship, right? Uh, we spend so much uh, during the daytime. In fact, we spend the whole day in the same space with them, right? We interact with them. You know, we're talking about eight hours, nine hours in a day, right? Monday through Friday. Just how many is that? How many hours is that during the day? In fact, I have a segment talking in my podcast, talking just about that, you know, spending so much time in a space together at work. Uh, it is a relationship as well. You got to have to lead um, and you got to have to, um, you know, utilize your skills as well. Your, your, your speaking skills, your communication skills, your, uh, you know, personality skills, um, all of this. Yeah, amongst your co co-workers or you have a relationship between your boss and subordinate and your employee you gotta have to utilize those skills you know there's always room to grow you know we're not perfect you make mistakes and it is okay to make mistakes it is okay you know it is okay to learn from your mistakes obviously and improve yourself no one is perfect but one of the rules is that one of the things that we may want to uh, take from this as a takeaway is use everything, use your mindset as the anchor, obviously, and then use your mindfulness, your life coaching is right, use your heart 
love, to lead, to talk, and to speak, to communicate to others. Like I said, we're all in this together. <laughs> we share the same space. <laughs> I only have this little space on earth. You know, when you really think about it, it's like this little thing. <laughs> you gotta have to respect others, you know, around us and everything. So, all right. Looks like we're running out of time. And that one last thought. And how can we reach you? If the listeners out there listening, and how can we reach you? And you obviously have a very solid business online. Um, if you are still, you know, uh, accepting, you know, clients, new clients, how can they? How can they reach you? Yeah. So the best way to reach me is with my website. So it's www.lisa-evolue.com. So my name. Um, or you can also find me on Instagram, also with my name, at Lisa Evoloui. Um, I mean, you can also find me on Facebook or YouTube or LinkedIn, but my main channels are definitely my, my Instagram, um, where you can reach me best and where I post most. Um, and then I also have my own podcast, which is called Rocking Female Entrepreneurs. <laughs> oh, that's great. You didn't tell me about that. No, yeah, it's a new one. I started it like two months ago. <laughs> oh, great. Great. I, I got to listen to it. I have to listen <laughs> to it. Yeah, I would love to listen to it. And we can probably collab on this podcast too. Um, all right. So one last thought. Your last thought on this. Um, you know, for all those business women owners or, you know, men or women out there uh, going through the pandemic challenges and everything, what, what are your best tips that you can share with them? Yeah, so like um, if you are an entrepreneur or like even solopreneur and like first of all, I mean, we talked about it so much in this episode. It's like really the mindset work and also like if, even if you haven't started already, maybe just get familiar with it and try to be open-minded for, for the tools um, that can really help you. And also what I find really important is to just trust like start trusting yourself um and by mindset work by taking more time for yourself it's also where your intuition comes in so i'm really an intuitive person and usually when i feel it's wrong um, maybe it's wrong to do this business partnership or something i usually feel it already and then i don't do it and it's really uh, like start trusting your intuition more and um, the more you really like um, do the mindset work the easier it gets to start your intuition um, and usually like if something isn't 100% aligned to yourself like it doesn't match your values um, then I would just say no because like at the end it's just co coming back at you at some point where you are like yeah okay that I wouldn't have done that um, and then also um, if you are struggling and if you're really busy if you are overworked uh, or if you don't know how to reach your next goal then really don't be afraid to ask for help um, and also like whether it's a coach or a mentor or whether it's um, even an employee I mean it's I know so many out there are afraid of hiring because they think they might not find the right person or they had bad experiences. Um, but 
I mean, you definitely can manage and you are able to find the, like your employee you would love to have. Um, and from what I experienced is like over the last few years, like when we started, we were like really like looking for someone to hire, but we hired way too late. I mean, uh, as, if there's a point where you are really busy and you are stuck, you won't be able to hit your next step. And also you are really busy, like just ask for help, like get a mentor, get like also hire people, get them in your team. And um, like what we said also, like start leading with love and be compassionate. And I think it's really important as a leader, as a solopreneur, as a coach to um, also really learn more about self-compassion, about spiritual work, because it's how we are becoming better, le better leaders and it's how we are able to support others even more. And I think that's what a business is supposed to be about, like um, helping and supporting others um, and getting whatever the result is you can give them. But um, okay. it's not only about you. I mean, you have the chance to build your freedom and your dream life with being an entrepreneur, but it shouldn't be like the first step. So like the first step I think should be about um, being compassionate and wanting to help and serve others. That's very, very good. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed speaking with you. I think that's great. What you're doing is great in helping others. Um, of course, we women, we're always the catalyst for change, right? I think <laughs> we are the catalyst for change. I think that's never going to change. <laughs> it's always going to be. I mean, we need more women, you know, spiritual healers. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's very true. I mean, think about it. I mean, how many, what's the percentage out there? Uh, uh, you know, coaches and everything. I bet you it falls on in the women category. All right. Well, very good. And uh, we have your contact information. And uh, any any future plans after this? Really quickly. Yeah. Well, future plans. So, like, first of all, um, like in private, we are moving again, <laughs> um, but inside of Portugal. So we are going to move uh, in a couple of months. We are going to move south. Uh, like at the moment, we are like more in the north of Portugal. And we are like really people who love the warmth and we love snorkeling. So we are going to move. I remember you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to move to the Algarve in the south. And um, otherwise, like, um, I, well, I have really cool plans with my business, with my coaching business. I'm going to launch a masterclass soon, which is called um, 10x Your Income, Impact and Freedom. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I really look forward to launching this. And with our company, um, where we have lots of cool stuff planned, um, like for ourselves, uh, we are going to meet all of us the whole team we are going to get all of them to portugal since we are living we are working with from portugal then germany and sometimes lithuania because we have some people moving like from there to here um so we are going to get all our team together and we have like a really cool team week and doing fun stuff together um and then soon um, I don't know when exactly, but we are going to launch our company, not only in Europe, but worldwide. So we are going internationally. 
I mean, as a coach, I am internationally already. And then the company is also going to come internationally. Great. And Congratulations. Um, so I really you. look forward to this. And uh, yeah, another really great thing is like we are, um, we are now like sponsoring and donating a percentage of our sales of our income to um, two projects I really love and like one is uh, plant for the planet so we are going to have uh, planting trees and also another thing is about um, it's called Chuck project so we are going to support this company and they're all about uh, sustainability and ocean protection so that's something I yeah I really look forward to <laughs> I think that's part of uh, also the, uh, the core of responsibility of any company. I think you're doing it great. You're doing it right. Uh, every company should look into that and should should have some kind of engagement to uh, corporate, you know, or company responsibility and the social changes and social impact. I'm sorry, social impact. Um, I think you're doing great, Lisa. Uh, all around, I think you're doing what your passion, your passion. I mean, you have shifted from here to there and then moving along. God, you're so busy. <laughs> you're so busy. <laughs> but you're doing it right. Um, and then I, I really thank you for joining us here. And then I know that um, in your Portugal community, I mean, people are still uh, ordered to stay home or have they been going back to businesses yet? It's pretty much way back to normal. Well, Portugal, I think they handled it really great because here everything got locked up pretty quickly. So the virus wasn't able to spread as bad as like, for example, in Spain or Italy, luckily. Um, so uh, slowly, slowly, everything is back to normal. So we don't need to stay at home anymore uh, since a couple of weeks already. And like um, since about like 15 days, the restaurants were able to open again. Um, if we go in a shop or in a restaurant, we still need to wear a mask, but Otherwise, we can move around freely, luckily. And like from yesterday, the like the, the flights within Europe, they also opened up again. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, in Europe, everything is pretty much going back more and more to normal. Or right. the new normal, whatever normal is. <laughs> normal is, I was going to say, whatever normal is, right? It has transformed to a new normal. All right. Well, again, thank you so very much for all of your insights. And thank you so very much for sharing your journey and our experiences and everything like that throughout this uh, interesting time that we're in. And I, I really would like to hear back from you in a few months. Uh, I know that I, I invited you the first time last year, and I think you've gone so far away now. Uh, even further, very, very positive things, impacts that you are doing. And glad to hear that you're doing also donating some of the percentages uh, of the sales to something that's very, very impactful um, for sustainability in your area. So congratulations and, you know, in advance for the, uh, the everything that you've done already. And then congratulations also, uh, you know, for the launching that's coming up and big, big, wishing you luck um biggest luck of course moving again <laughs> so hopefully that you're gonna stay there for a while right so yeah um, for yeah. sure yeah <laughs> we, we <laughs> intend to buy there <laughs> yeah. yes great i'm glad to hear it so in the meantime uh, you know stay vigilant and stay safe 
uh, you know, I'd like to invite you back again in a few months, perhaps at the end of the, the year, this year, to check up back with you again what's going on in Portugal. All right. Thank you so much, Lisa, and enjoy the rest of the week, okay? Thank you very much. I, I love being on your show again, and I really love this interview. I think you're asking really, really beautiful and deep questions, and yeah, so thank you very much. Thank you so much. God bless. Stay vigilant and then stay safe uh, with your loved ones and your family and also your family, first of all, because that's important. Uh, Same for you. <laughs> What time is it right now? <laughs> it's uh, 7, 7 p.m. <laughs> oh, okay, so it's not like in the middle of the night. Okay, God bless. Stay vigilant. Talk to you and stay safe, okay? <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> You have been listening to Nikki Dares Radio, a podcast of sustainability with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Nikki Dare's life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation, both personal and professional. To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's websites, education.nikkidare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. Please visit her website, NikkiDare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagements, please email us at education at NikkiDare.com. Join her next time, Living in Purpose and Passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host, Nikki Dare. Yeah, sure. So how are you? How have you been? Oh, great. It's, it's been, the last couple of weeks has been rough, but I'm trying to stay my, uh, maintaining my optimism, uh, my, you know, because what can we do, right? Why is 10% what happened to you and then 90% is really how we choose to react and respond. And so I'm trying to focus on that, that people need to focus on what they have at their home front uh, and their business. Um, work from there rather than trying to control what's out there what's out there because we can't control that we go crazy yeah. right That's so true. I'm okay I published two books this nice. one yeah it, it's a guide it's a small guide uh, and another one and uh, they're already available on uh, on Amazon but more so the podcast is going to be about you um, you know how you're dealing with this uh, overcoming uh, the challenges and setbacks where you are because I'm really excited by the way you're in Portugal and you're gonna tell us all about it right <laughs> okay so I guess we're ready to go right yes 